Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, you know that sound is the Unfiltered Band. Means another episode of Unfiltered coming at you. 52, episode 52. Get on the Unfiltered Revolution. Jump on board and get on the YouTube channel and on Twitter. It is a reunion because reuniting feels so good. And because I now own a share where, you know, we can, you know, make sure that like if, if curses come out or we just die laughing, nobody gives a shit. So we need that for this kind of show. It's going to be as I welcome in my boy Cornelius, Cliff Floyd. Cliff, first of all, I got to say, like your beard, like you keep going more LeBron on me every time I see you. Like, are you are, are is that the is that the deal? Like, I mean, I know he doesn't know he's bald yet, but like, is that the deal? You got the <laughs> like they're just going straight to the juggler, huh? Like, hey, I, I feel like this. I just ain't. I quite. I just can't quite get there. Like it, I'll, I'll have it grow out a little bit, and then it'll just be like, do it. Like I think this all season, I'm gonna be fifty, and it's time time to show who I am. Like I mean, I, I, under under this, this dark beard. Are you? This what is dog? Product in it? Are you producting the beard? Like are you? Product in it, man. I mean, you know, TV. I don't know how TV accepts. We're going to find out. But next year, I'm going to be, you know, I'm out there catfishing right now. It's called catfishing. <laughs> it's such a mess. You're going to come out, you're going to tell me you're going to look like Sergio Roma. Where are you going to let that beard grow down? Just let that thing, just let all hell break loose. You know, you know, it's so funny, too, because like I like I like modeling after you because we'll just start with like stories. We're just going to shoot the shit today. I want to hit a couple of baseball things, but mostly just shoot the shit. So. When you and I did three years together, I, I learned a lot. One of the one of the things that I, I followed suit is that I and I'm not even going to give it out because I don't want anyone to wear it or know it. But I still wear the same cologne, and I know because my 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 checkbook knows because it's so damn expensive. But I remember living with you for a month, and we'd be in like Costco and shit, and literally you walk in the door like with a cart, like you know we'd be like you know I mean. Look, of course, from like, you know, diet sodas, hungover, and like you walk in, you get in, and everyone turns around, like, what's that smell? You smell so good. And I admit I copycatted, but I just want to thank you for like seven years of pain in my bank account. Like, so uh, what product do I put in the beard? Like, what's, what's, is there, can you tell me, like, what is the beard? What are you putting in there? It's not, what is that? If you really look at the, um, just for men's new product, you know, it, it was it was a company that came out with the phone that I was dealing with, but so I, I'm not even going to tell you what the company name is, but that that was a really really good phone okay. out. That was, um, and then just for men, I'm not I'm I'm, I'm giving them a little bit because they've been hollering at me up there to a run of the reps that I ran into. He was like, "Yeah, I got you." So, um, hopefully this them. So he can say, hey, you know, I am showing some love, but they changed their products, man. I don't even want to knock the gray off. I mean, this looks like there's a lot of black in here, but it's, they, they, they are jet black. So if you use a little bit of that, you good, man. And it's 100% gray under 
to hear if you can believe it. Yeah, no, I oh, I believe it. Yeah, I know how old you are, so I believe it. And, and just to, to know the age, I was just, I was just gonna say to tell people like so, like you know, most stories I can't even for this podcast where like I could just say anything. Most stories I can't even tell in this podcast, but I could say that one of my favorite stories that I have of of the month that you and I lived together was going to play basketball every day. And I want people to imagine you tell me if this is not true, like or if I'm over exaggerating any of this, but we get into the gym and we run games and Cliff and I are literally the only two people where we we will go to the back of the gym. We put our inhalers down. (laughs) We put our albuterol inhalers down behind the court like it was like our thing. And then like, you know, when there was like a break, everyone else gets water and we would get oxygen. Is that fair? Fair and bro, like, I mean, if you don't, so everybody, if you asthmatic situation can be, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's the worst feeling I've ever encountered. I mean, that of all, all the things, like you're like, what's the one of, you know, is it like, you know, catching off, you know, playing crap, whatever? Mine is freaking having an asthma attack yeah like straight up case like that that, that shit like it, it it just it bothers me man if i leave home and your boy ain't got it i don't care right what but you gotta have your bengay and shit with you too of course because you like your knees go down and and like you know one of my other favorite things true or not true that you will, are you still jumping in on Netflix into seasons of shows like you wear, you don't start at the front? Like, cause I, I, I don't even think people would believe me when I tell the story that's no bullshit that like I walk into like the living room. First of all, Cliff used to like, like just wax me in Madden and I never hear the end of it. So like, forget it. But he would be watching like, a, like I'm just give out whatever, I don't even know what shows it was, like House. And you'd be an episode four of season three and you don't watch the show like you just turn random shit on Netflix. are you still doing that like when you get like a, a moment are you watching anything yeah. right now or no i've gotten a little better i watched season of that that you on uh, netflix uh-huh. uh i mean if i fall asleep on episode one and it's and it's on episode three i just started ain't, ain't no sense of going back <laughs> Dude, that's that is. I mean, let me tell you something. Like, let me. It is. It is. You, you always learn about like people like when your roommates and we have like a big. But it is. Um. Yes. Yeah, so most of the stories. Like, I. 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 I just. I. I. I remember like, the the conversations that we had. Like Brett Phillips. People don't realize. Like I always say this. I don't know if you still say this behind the scenes. People don't realize that the you and I were the ones who found out what became his calling card for the rest of like his life in a conversation that yeah. still lives somewhere on the internet where we took out, he had an inhaler too. Do you remember? We offered yeah, it to sure. him. I, was, I, was, I remember I was like, you better hit this. <laughs> Dude, he, and yeah. it's funny because like then like everywhere, I saw the laughing. I'm like, no, people don't realize like that was just literally 10 minutes with us. And then it was like the beginning of the end, which basically is, is why it's it's better that you and I only you know reunite at least for now because I'm gonna keep bugging you about doing more shit. 
Uh, you just did the old timers day. I was asking you about this before we came on, but I, I'm curious, like as much as I give you shit about like, you're not old. And I love the fact, like my favorite thing is like when I would joke with you, you're in better shape now than you were in your playing career. <laughs> how much, how much fun was that? Like being a part of all that? Like, give me, give me what you, what you remember, what you got, what you thought about on the plane coming back from New York. Dope experience to actually have no, no idea what the heck it was going to be. Corn sort of just felt like it needed over there in Queens. I mean, the reception was off the charts. You you, you won't ever have reception from from any fan base that, that haven't seen their dues. And, and to come back, Case, and like, like – Get to the hotel, talking to Piazza. I got Piazza has a vodka out now, like he's signing H. I'm just talking about the little things of like the whole, whole weekend. I mean, you you just sitting there chatting, and then you get to the ballpark. You got twenty, thirty, thirty thousand people as, as you. Uh, I I mean, I don't think you can really put into words amazing. It was unless you was walking with me next to me going can you believe this shit like can you really like how they coordinated and i know i know no big corporations put 200 uh uh people events and stuff where you have 200 and all works out and everybody flies in it's like oh no big deal that's what we do we have event planners so do it in the middle of a season in the middle of a pennant race <laughs> like to have that man, where the boys from the teams came out and watched us. Uh, it, it it was memories you'll cherish forever, and 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 it's not just that cliche memory where you like oh I'm here, like this is somewhere. Like my bag, I'm gonna figure out a way to like put my jersey, my my glove, my my ring that Stevie Cohen gave everybody in that room. The old timer tag. The the bag bag with the old like I'm gonna figure out a way my career for real like you 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 need to see how it's sort of like like it was it was, it was something you'll never forget man for, for real did you know and and Jay is a huge is the biggest part of that Jay Horowitz oh. right I mean like people don't realize it's like I mean he's such a beloved dude because he's such a player's guy I mean great at his job but I mean really like in my my whole like career that he was there that i'm covering the mets is i not today not today is i mean it was always like i mean he's always defending he, I, he was great as far as for the players and does a great job but he coordinated that shit like mad i mean it was dude i thought it was amazing too like just how into it the guys looked right like there were some dudes on there that haven't been on the team in like 50 years i mean no offense you just played a few years ago but you were guys that like Shit, that we're in the seventies, like some of those bad teams, like and and you don't even know the dudes that much. Even me, like I'm looking, I'm like, okay, who's Lockwood? Who's this guy? That was that was such a cool moment to see everybody kind of together. Is is that is is that turnaround for you huge? Like being a player there with the Wilpons to now seeing it with Cohen, like like how much was that a conversation for players? Like holy shit, this is totally different. Right? Yeah, I think the players really like, you know. Saw, saw through different lens 
Fred was there. Fred saw, and you know, Fred, Fred Wilpon was just, I mean, that's my dude. So I like what Stevie's doing, very quiet, you know, chill. Um, so there's something about him that just wants like, just buy a championship, but he needs it. It's in his blood. Like, he can, he can taste it. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, if they fall short, I'm stu- I know people going to be like, man, shut the hell up. Bro, he going to give Aaron Judge all short. Like, this team is not athletic enough for him, I don't think. But he can taste it, though, okay? He's, he's mild-mannered. Chill with it. But something about them eyes, when you look at him, you like, this dude has to win. And I think every conversation about the boys, boys over there talk them different. And that's what you keep hearing about over there in Queens. It's something different. It's something different going on. Yeah, Buck started it. And Buck might have helped Billy Apple with some of the moves they made this offseason, all that perfect way. I mean, this is probably you, after all the times you and I have talked about it. We must say, this is probably the the most field depth chart offseason you could pop this team as needs, no. right? It's the best team they've had since you since the team you were on. And, you know, look, the 06 lineup was better than this one by far. And even 05, 06, when it was healthy, 99, 2000 before you also, same thing. But the pitching, I mean, look, no offense to like Oliver Perez. And like, you know, it's like, you know, by the way, like I, I was going to ask you, like if Traxel pitched, would the game still be going on right now? <laughs> hey, <laughs> we got, like, we like. You know what's funny is I I saw I saw the highlight of everybody kept asking you. My favorite was like I, you know I I see like these interviews and like people asking like this question like you know, you know what was it like making that catch like when they won the division and like you know no offense to the guy who led the league in assists who has Chipper Jones told you and I when we were interviewing him that's because everyone ran on you, but like you know. You had to stand there. It wasn't. This wasn't like an right. But the game itself, the game itself, that was. And and I've watched that back since. How much does it make it better? Maybe in some ways that the Mets and the Braves are fighting tooth and nail the way they are. Like, is it? I'm not saying that that had anything to do with why that team in '06, right? But you guys were going to win. You were the best team in the National League. Is there a benefit right. to the fact that the Mets are going to feel like Game Seven here a lot of this month? The Braves too, like teams in tight division races. You buy into that? I buy it only because, like, like you've held waiting for the collapse. You hear every, like I read everything. I, I, I'm almost too much. Like I got a lot of time, and I read so much shit about just what you know what what the Mets are. Like this is the time where we watch because you think the collapse. Is coming. I'm gonna tell you something. Like, yeah, they only one up right now. Yeah, Max came out the other day and all that shit. But like, like this team is resilient. So you watching a squad that's resilient, that's tough. Thomas, that you hear the conversations after the game. I read all the post game stuff because I like to see the play. Was saying he was saying um. When the ninth inning comes around, it's like, let's go, boys. And everybody know what's going 
and all. Like they all on the same page. The only problem the Braves are athletic and real, real case. Oh yeah, for sure. And deep. You know, deep. When you, you watch them play, you're like, I mean, this Grissom kid, Harris the second, Austin Riley is right there with Goldie, in my opinion. I know we got Polar, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, Arenado too. I mean, Nolan's up there too, right? Sure. Arenado and Goldie, like it's we we Arenado, Goldie, and 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 Polar Bear sitting there, right? Austin Riley name is like yeah, yeah. No, don't do the yeah, but but nothing. Star. And oh, he's a stud. Oh, he's a, just, he's a freak. Sure. Yeah, man. This is. is Long enough to, and without without these, without like, like, they're missing a couple pieces, and it's still like, damn. So I just worry about. Oh, well, I worry about them a little bit. I worry about them a lot. Um, but I just think the the, the mess, what they seem to do, and you got smart players that take themselves out of the game. I shouldn't, but he has to. You well, he got to be like there. Max, look, Max knows his own body. Plus, it's like, yeah, I remember, dude, years ago, like when he's in the World Series and he's like, you know, I, I'm, I'll be good, and everyone's like, I, you can't even, your arm is gonna fall off, and all of a sudden there he is in like Game Seven. Like it, he just, like he, he's, he in a different like level in terms of like he got his own thing, he understands it and gets it, and you know, I think that's why they trust him. Um, did you ask Willie, uh, your boy Willow, why Gmo was in the in the game so much in the <laughs> just? <laughs> Oh, reminds me, and I mentioned, I'm talking about Guillermo Moda, who I, I've told this story before. I've told this to you as I'm Puerto Rico covering the Caribbean World Series. And he's at the roulette table and there's, there's a bunch of people around, some girls and people. And there's a lot of cheering. And you usually hear that craps table, not at a roulette table. And Guillermo Moda was rolling in it. So I went over the table and I realized that he didn't know how to play roulette because he was betting on every number. So every time that it came around, <laughs> it had a hit. <laughs> so he was like, he was, he was hit. He was 500 every, every game because one number would win and then the rest would lose. <laughs> he would just break even. But every time the guy would go winner, right? So he's like 14. Hey, people coming around, but the stack never grew. <laughs> Oh boy, reuniting with my 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 dude Cliff Floyd. Uh Pujols, are you are you shocked by I mean I guess we can't be surprised. It's a great story because I'm glad he's ending on his own terms, but just how big would this be if he can hit five more and hit 700? Like how how how, how much are you and and everybody who played contemporaries with with him like hoping that this happens for him with five to go now? I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the game. This this type of stuff excites me. This while the type of stuff that like when you watch certain players and you you know you 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 talk uh you appreciate what consistency mean because everybody's conversation is like oh well you know everybody thinks that you be this player and be the guy that everybody expects you to be How? why like don't we ever think about like how hard it is to be freaking consistent 
as everybody knows in this sport. It's like it's like the gone thing. Well, you know, failing sport. You're gonna go three for ten, or you're gonna you're gonna stink. He, he just I did it the other day. I look back at his car, made me think of like like Tony going like I'm being real with it. Like it made me think of certain players you look at and you just go, damn. Like 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 because he's doing something special. And it's not like he's dead and you can go back and remember, you know, no, no. He's 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 here, he's worked his ass off, he's gone through some 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 difficult situations, got divorced, it became public, and it's like like he still weathered the storm to go out there and how it come full source and they hang on to every freaking swing and every freaking time he puts the spice in that beat, man. Yeah, look, it, it, first of all, it's it, I'm with you. It's amazing to watch. And we never appreciate any of this shit when it's actually happening, where it's always, like, too late, and we're like, oh, I wish I would have, right? It's like Life of the Mets right. fan, which we'll get, get to in a second. But it, it never, we never appreciate <laughs> We never appreciate anything. And, like, for me, like, his first 10 years, I always say this, like, and I love Mike Trout, right? And there are a lot of dudes in this game. There are nobody who had a better first 10 years. Albert Pujols' first 10 years, the numbers, people got to go back and look. Like, now everybody's obsessed with, like, all kinds of different stats than back then. We, we never, we got social media that we didn't have at that level. Like, can you imagine if Albert Pujols was having those seasons now? I mean, it, it's kind of ridiculous how great he's been. Um, you know, that that being said, I, you know, partially because of 06, but I have enough of the Cardinals in the playoffs, and I love Wayno. One of my favorite conversations I ever had with Cliffy on the air was breaking down that inning. Remember that? With Wayno. It was like a 30-minute conversation we had on the air, and he's fantastic. We love him, obviously. But but breaking down that inning where, I'll give the disclaimer, if, if Cliff Floyd was healthy, Beltran's at-bat wouldn't have mattered, right? <laughs> Everybody still stops me and goes, what happened? I hit yeah, I get it. You know, Case, we've had this conversation way too many times. Everybody freaking forgets that I hit before him. They only hang they had on the fact that Bell. I'm like, do y'all remember I was before him? That's right. No, they forgot. Oh. They forgot because because they oh. like you and because and because Beltron, they were killing from the day he got paid. His first year was horseshit. Oh. And by the way, like how much does I know it's. The, the weird irony is is Beltran would have managed Edwin Diaz if that whole thing didn't happen a couple of years ago. But how much does the Diaz thing, it reminds me of Beltran. Like, I know I'm not talking about his players, but, like, the first year so bad, small place, came from, right, there's not as many beat, nothing, I love Seattle. Kansas City, great, too, but you got four beat writers, and all of a sudden here you are, and you're failing at, like, a terrible level. And, like, I... I it reminds me of Beltron, like from like the second year, like the second weekend, the dude was ridiculous. That 06 year, he was absurdly good. But Diaz is kind of the same way. Like to me, like these dudes don't get enough credit. Like, you know, this man, people fold in New York, like and in Boston. Like, I'm sorry. Like I think about it, like CC, one of my favorite people, like one of the Carl was one of the greatest players in the league. He went to Boston. It looked like he forgot how to play guys who can't do it in some of these cities. How shocked are you that Diaz did this 180? Forget the trumpets for a second, just the, the pitching. I don't know if I can forget the damn trumpets, boy. That, <laughs> that's, that's. Oh, it's fierce. It's, it's fantastic, man. My hair. 
oh um but i you know i also like think about certain stuff like i, I think about things like like i wonder what he was thinking when he got on the plane from seattle to go to new york you know what i mean was he like you know you get on that long that's a long ass flight so you get on that bird i don't know where he's coming from when he got traded you get on the plane and all of a sudden you're like oh shit you're landing over LaGuardia and the first person to get us off the plane goes we love you like how the hell you even know I was on this flight you know what I'm saying and that's what welcome to New York right right I've told numerous people case over my years look certain your 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 personality, a great personality. Like off the field hanging, you my dude. Not New York. You're really good player. They could definitely use you. But if you don't figure and like hold yourself accountable and like be able to deal with the press, it's gonna be tough. So I, when you say how shocked am I? Somebody got to him and was like look tell you something you see this right here this is seattle forget the name look at the stuff coming up off the fingertips i don't know get look in the mirror and get there keep going keep getting there keep getting well, there. it's all confidence right i mean you know this i mean we go back to like the old, the old met teams like when wags and guys like that it's like you know, shut up, you got no chance, right? <clears throat> Diaz got the stuff, he got the same shit, right? He's got better shit, right? But, yeah, but better, he, and, he, he wasn't and, throwing and the fastball with balls for about two years. Exactly. And and look, I told Billy Wags numerous times, like Wags, my boy told me you're tipping. You know Wags told me, Case? Hit. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. oh, shit. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. But that, but you know this. I mean, closers are crazy. The ones that succeed, that's yeah. you got to have that shit. Otherwise, you got no chance. Um, I, I reference. I, I got to go back for for a second because playing in New York. The, so the Met fans right now, I got to got to air this out for a minute. They're driving me fucking bananas. All right, like I can't. What? I'll tell you why. Because they don't enjoy anything. They're the most miserable group of Met fans. It's not everyone, but the most vocal ones. Right. We're going to collapse. First of all, the Braves are like 61 and 20 over the last three months. There's no collapse. The Mets have been 20 games over 500 for the last couple of months. They're 37 or whatever it is, 36 overall, over five, best record since 88. They haven't given up the lead yet. This is not a collapse. This is the Braves are the defending champs, and they're really freaking good. And so are you. And it's going to go down to the last week. Yeah. How hard is it as a player to not – hate fans sometimes when they're like fickle like that. Like we love you. Like I'll give you a quick example. I heard a fan. I saw a fan, right. It came across my timeline. Somebody had retweeted it. It was some idiot, but somebody like about like Pete Alonzo looks clueless and like, yada, like this is a Met fan. Right. So like I clicked this timeline. And I was like curious. This dude, he had like a thousand followers. Like who the hell is this guy? All like, Pete Alonso's great. Pete Alonso's awesome. I went flip back to the home run derby. This guy's like salivating, drooling all over him like he's on Cinemax, right? And now he's out there. Pete Alonso clueless. Like, how do 
players deal with that? Like, I don't know if I I could handle that. Like, to me, I think that would be like, you know what? I'm shutting all you out because that pisses me off. I mean, if if, if, if you have, and you got, got shot at it. I mean, that's the only way, Case. I mean, it, you and to it as much. Like, you pay attention to detail for an athlete. It's not good. You, 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 you paying attention to way too much crap, and you're only gonna answer. You're not answering the good people. Like, I mean, do we not understand what this sport is and why we love it so much? The freaking Mets are arguably the best team in our sport today. You get beat by the Nationals, score fourteen to two. That lets you know how freaking crazy this sport is. That's baseball, but that's because it, it's also, it, <clears throat> excuse me, it's such a long season <clears throat> that people look at it like you can't go page by page. You got to go chapter by chapter. I've always said that over the years. It's like, how do we do this week? How do we do this homestand? How do we do this month? Right. Because if you go game by game as a player or as a fan, you're going to drive yourself nuts because the Dodgers are going to win 110 games, but that means they're going to lose 52, right? So, and and all those fifty two times, maybe twenty of them are going to get shelled. And it's like, how did that happen, right? Look, look how good they are. You just can't have it at the wrong time. Um, what's your That's take great, on right? I'm gonna add, add real quick. Go so, ahead, yeah, please. To the point you just said right there, the 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 hottest right now. If you if you and I was both like we sit at the crib, we chilling. We we month here while we working together. We, at the crib. Do anybody in the sport want to play? Hell no. If you have contending hopes, you better stay there. They're trying to leave a lasting impression on their manager and their coaching staff and, 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 and everybody else. That's there. right. That's right. That's bottom line. <clears throat> Their job's on the line for these a lot of these kids. You know what I mean? It's like your job's not on the line if you're up 35 games over 500 and you're either getting a wild card or a post. I mean, that's just the reality. People don't want to hear that, but that's the way it is. Those dudes yeah. you're playing, that guy out there on the mound, that might be his job. Like, it's an audition, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, American League, Houston, and then there's a bunch of other teams. <clears throat> Obviously, the Astros are, are the best team. The Yankees, for me, like, I don't think they're going to blow the division, but the problem I have with it is, like, I don't see a path, like, who are they going to beat, like, in a five- or a seven-game series, and how? Like, am I over – are you not as worried about – like, it's the way they play. Like, their lineup they put out yesterday, I'm like, this lineup's not that good. Judge is amazing, clearly. But, like – You see that? I mean, dude, they that? had done – I love J.D., but he's hitting fourth. He hasn't hit all year. And you got Trevino hitting fifth, I think. I mean, what in, what lineup was that? That – Okay, I'll slot them here. Like type of this scares me because, I mean, for me, I'm watching it just as much as everybody else is watching. You, you can say whatever you want to say about the bat. That Achilles is bothering him. I can say that. Yeah. So, all right, I, it looked like he reactivated yesterday. I, you love him, and and I said we said it earlier, and I'm. What what in your right? What what in what in? 
hell are you doing pitching the judge right now? Oh, come on, man. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't I don't hey, understand it, man. I don't. I don't. You, you, you can't tell me if you watching out of bat. You're going 1-0. You look like you got a nice little feel or your little off-speed pitch. Cool. And, well, these guys are major league players, too. Give me a fr give me a break. Dude is hitting every mistake possible, and 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 get away with is is oh he ain't hitting this one good. Oh he ain't hitting this pitch. Like I don't care if if he gets himself out on the first pitch. Cool. I'm not in no means necessary going to give Aaron's count. A fat piece of any pitch over the plate, and say, "Oh, he ain't hitting off case." Fire your analytical team; they stink. Yeah, well, it's not even you know. I think people get lost in like the. At some point, you got to you got to look at the game and say, "There's no one else on that team you're afraid of." And teams at one point Donaldson, at one point G. Not now, not now. Any of those guys. I will tell you something that I'd be afraid of. I want to hit this before we wrap. This Celestino the Sanchez thing with this swing that almost hit Gary in the head. Did you see this? Oh my okay, so God. what the hell was? All right, now I, walking back. I don't know what. I, look, I I think Gary got lost. He was thinking I'm in the Bronx tomorrow, and how the hell am I going to deal with that? And I think he was just lost. But I want to know. Like, here's the thing that doesn't get talked. First of all, we all like joke about it, like on Twitter, like and everybody's like. Like, if that had hit, that would have been the scariest fucking piece of video we've ever had. You can give me, like, injuries to Joe Theismann or anything you want. Like, what would have happened, the damage of that would have been just, I, I mean, literally atrocious. What are you saying if you're Gary Sanchez and you see the video or you're a teammate to, to that kid? He's a young kid. He's hit, like, 180 this year. But... Yeah. Sanchez shouldn't be there, but dude, like, do you know where you are right now? Like, how are you swinging and almost hitting the dude in the face? Like, he didn't even feel him coming. I don't get that either. Come on, man. If I'm on deck, if my head is down and I'm just walking back, like, I don't. I mean, my point to this is this: you don't feel it. You 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 think it's all it's all Sanchez where Gary was walking. You know why? Because my back. Is, so you, as as we speak, right behind you, coming from the fridge, or the, 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 the behind you. Yep. From the counter behind the kitchen. You, yep. Mm -hmm. Coming. But I see you. <laughs> you got something in your hand that I know I can walk. Like, bro. I mean, swing wasn't like a woof. Oh, you know, he would yeah, but if he if he had hit him, dude, the damage of that would have been, been just absurd. Oh, but it would have been terrible. Man, you just you know the wherewithal, man. First time in seventeen and a half years, boy, I had some close calls too. And and yeah. the cages and you know or, or even with kids, right? Like I always think about like with our kids, like little league. Like I remember, like because people oh. just be swinging around like crazy, and it's like those metal bats, and they ain't looking anywhere. I like always got to be careful with that. Um, let me let me hit this before we run, even though it was like a, a, about a month ago story. I, you're a Padre legend for your long career there, of course. So, 
I mean, I, I, you, you don't know how badly, like, I wish I was good at editing and I'd be like, and here's the tribute video and like make one, like I couldn't find a highlight, but I gotta, <laughs> how much do you wish you could have gotten in Tatis's ear to at least say, bro, let me give you a better excuse than I got ringworm. Like I couldn't believe, like I, I was his apology. The second one, like I was happy to see that it did seem like, I think he got embarrassed and he needed to be humbled and embarrassed. And that I think will be better, right? Get the surgery, go back to work. But dude, when you heard that, like, what was your, I couldn't believe, like, it's one thing, like, dude, you're doing it. And I'm thinking like, okay, like your injuries, whether they're bullshit or not, you want to get back. You're jealous of Soto. He's the hero. And you want to get back on the field. So you did something to get back quicker, but dude, ringworm. Like I would like to me, the agent needs to be fired. The family needs to be fired. The friends need to be fired. Like he, Somebody knew he was getting caught for it and was like, dude, here's what you do. Like that dude need, was ousted from my life that day. If you're offering me, let's say I got ringworm. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? Come on, man. For the rest of my life, get away from me, right? Like get, 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 get the hell. And oh, by, by the way, like AJ Prella was sitting there like, 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 I had to pick me up and dust me off, and I get that. But I, I just have with like everything he's done thus far. And I know, look, and I'll say it again. Oh, have I made some freaking damn bad mistakes? Oh, gosh. But I think integrity, and I think like how shit is done, how I put certain things into That's like it. that box and be in a detail yes. and be in a, everybody knows exactly how 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 fucked up it was okay cool um this is why i want everybody to realize though well we're saying you know we get to pick and choose in, in, in our country that's what we do right we pick and choose who you forgive and 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 you look um you know you could tell that he really, really felt, and I get that. And I, I felt horrible for the kid sitting there because he is a kid and he's learning and all this. What I said, but I will say this: the pressure he now to be great is unmeasurable, case because now you can't come off the have to play 150 games. No, you can't, dog. Like this is where you have to be great. Everybody. That you haven't, and you've gotten lucky your whole career because you haven't needed to take steroids. Because if this is the case, what I'm basically telling you is the mix of steroids that he took was something that this was one time caught. Because right, nobody's going to believe shit. It's like they, what happened to Cano. I mean, right? I mean, so all of a sudden, everything you did is, is not validated. Go on. Exactly. Yeah. So now he's in a position where he has to come back next year after surgery there's no like like oh you know he has to work himself back in like when you hear bryce harper's justin for me and as a dh my arm is killing me but i'm still trying to go out there and ball i'm behind me in the box right like you, you you're a gamer you're going out there you're doing what you can and for you this is a whole new role for you get it this cat don't have that option case and that's the shit i feel for him the most like now you're in a boat all by yourself. There's a lot of 
three ships out there with a whole bunch of us in it. And we've been there going, yep, we all in this shit together. We've all met one with you alone. And now, now you have to go out there and prove everybody that you loser. And this is only one time and you fucked up. Like, that's the that, that that's what Bob, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, there's, dude, I can't, like, to me, it's like, like you, you got to grow the fuck up. I mean, end of the day, just you know, like, he got to grow up. He got embarrassed. So now, now he got a chance to do hey, that. Hey, embarrassed. Well, hell, when we all get caught, we all embarrassed. No, I'm not. Look, I don't feel bad for the guy, but I'm saying maybe it'll wake his ass, make him, wake him up, right? Maybe, maybe, well, maybe. He will ever even looks at a motorcycle or a freaking. Oh, oh please. Oh, come on, boy. Come on. Okay. When I'm, yeah. well, the, the, the final thing I'll say. Yeah. Because I'm not beating this up. I'm like, we always. I know. Well, you know, I mean, come on. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want you to get ringworm over it. Go ahead. You, you never have to be that guy when every plan your ass off and you just stink. Like, there, there it is. There goes your leash anyway. You get you, you get a long leash. You're in the West Coast. Nobody really paying attention to detail. AJ Pearl has done his job. But did you do your due diligence on the plate? Oh, no way. There's no way. There's no way. All That's right. Not- last, and, and, and where, was the, where was the home run derby that, that you and Carlos Pena lost to the, the French dude? Was he French dude? Who was the dude, the, the weird home run derby? We was over in the U.K. Hey, bro. Okay, UK. What was the? You remember the guys? What was the guy's name again that beat you? Do you remember his name still? You I called him Federer, I, I think. Uh, quarter pounder <laughs> cheese or fucking uh, uh, at McDonald's when I left the golf course. I, I, I no. Yeah, but he, but he, he, you lost. So tell me, tell me the quick story because let's close with this because it's fun. So you, you go over to UK, and you, you and Payne, you're in the summer run derby, and because I remember. It, the day you told me this story was on the field doing our pregame show, the first game at home that the Marlins ever had at their new stadium. The game where our guy, Matt Holiday, where you looked at him and you, you pointed to the Flamingo bullshit and you said, what does that look like to you? And he said, it looks like Miami threw up. And you and I started dying laughing. And it was like deadpan. I mean, and you know, it was cold. But this is when randomly you told me this story and you and Payne, you got to, so you, you go over to the UK to a home run derby. And basically you thought yeah. one of the two of you would win. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I mean, off this stage, this makeshift stage that they put together, and the and the girl was like right here in front of us on the stage, like a you know, like a red carpet walk. Yeah, he had the L screen, and it was, it was like it. It seemed like just around this place was hitting right field in Yankee Stadium. Like, it's like a band box. Like, all around. It's like, but then they had, they had, like, all these targets and shit. Like, you could hit this one for, for two homers. So this is how this cat won. He didn't actually out-homer us. Oh, so he won on points. Freaking like, some bullshit. Like, it runs. okay, I got you. He outpointed you. And kept right. hitting, like, ding, ding. You don't get five homers for one dead center. Like, and that's what he did. But... Dude, your arm was so dead eye inaccurate. They should just had you throw instead. <laughs> Yo, look. Uh, <laughs> bro. They 
have they should have a a, a back to the futures home. guys should be able to get in you know 50 I would love that I would love that I would love that yeah I would love yeah. that yeah love that cuz I mean hey, the other day gave me the juice hey the juices were flowing dog I thought for sure I was going to bling in the right field by well, yeah, you, you pulled that humble oh. bullshit. Like I, people were asking me to hit a home run, I was just trying to make contact. And I'm like, I know you're in the cage somewhere trying to take hacks. You, you want you, you want to know what you know? Look, you know me analytics, right? Yeah. You know how hard it was off the bat, Francisco. Lin it was 105 off the bat. No shit, really? Well, that doesn't surprise me. You always hit the ball hard. Yeah, I'm at the. Then you got to then you got to run to first. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> dude you know i love you we'll do this again soon man and next time next time uh you know next time i have you on we'll, we'll find you a computer so you don't have to like you know go through your iphone you know so because everybody listening to clip talk like this and then but it, it worked it worked though it worked though I, you know i love you love you i appreciate Late. you bro all right bro enjoy the day there he is Cliff Floyd, uh, look, uh, and appreciate you hanging with with um, his audio, which seemed to come through good enough. But it was, um, you know, he does a new house, doesn't have his computer set up. And I'll, I'll tell you a quick Cliff story just to tell you, like, wow, well, you know, you should. So he and I worked together for three years, broadcast partners, doing afternoons. And there was a show where... <laughs> We're on at two o'clock in the Eastern every day. Like it wasn't like the time changed. It was every day. It was the same shit, right? And he he tells our producer, Jacob, that he's gonna be late to the show. Okay, then maybe there's a problem. There's something going on. Like, you know, even for Cliff, like, you know, okay, no problem. You know. He's gonna be late to the show. Then Jacob told us why he was gonna be late to the show. So we actually called him at the beginning of the show where he was not on the air yet hosting with me from where he was to verify why he was going to be half an hour or an hour late to the show. And for any listeners of MLB Network Radio at the time, they already know where I'm going with this. But literally, I wish I had this. Ep I would play this clip now because literally you couldn't hear a word we were saying. We were just they forget about like his his you know, iPhone audio that you just had the last 50 minutes where, you know, hopefully I think if you're listening, it's probably easier than even watching because it didn't match up well. Um, but you would only hear hysterical laughing because when we called Cliff at the beginning of our show that he had already been doing for like two years, Cliff was at the dentist's office. <laughs> he had made a dentist appointment for 1.45 p.m., 15 minutes before he knew he had to be back at home in his home studio to do a show. We do it the same time every day. So we did the first segment from the dentist chair. That is my good friend, Cornelius. Get on the unfiltered revolution at Casey Stern. Uh, tell your friends and uh, family members. And please uh, get in the uh, bio on Twitter. If you're not already, if you're watching this, and you're listening on Apple or Spotify, everywhere else that we are. Get in, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, drop in on all the videos. I put, you know, spots from other uh, stuff that I do, uh, unfiltered episodes, all kinds of other shenanigans. Hop me uh, and hit me up in there. Our merch is for sale. You can get that at the Believe Shop or over on my Twitter in terms of the unfiltered revolution. Let's keep this thing going. We'll see you soon for episode 53. This one's in the books. 
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.